Let's join Insights with Sue, Lesson 2, Getting Excited About Revelation. Greetings to you, my brother and sister. This is Superintendent Janice Battersby of Shekinah Worship International Ministries, Shekinah Worship Center, Bermuda, where our pastor is Reverend Dr. Maria A. Seaman. And this is another installment in our series, Insights with Sue, Superintendent, that's me. This is going to be a short one, but I wanted to discuss something with you, and it's part of our series, Escape the Coming Night, that we're doing a walk through the book of Revelation with Dr. David Jeremiah. And our last lesson that we've had is called Getting Excited About the Book of Revelation. And we were doing this study, and a comment was made And I just wanted to bring an update because we're in our fourth reading and our fourth cohort of the book of Revelation, Escape the Coming Night. So this is our fourth year and we've done podcasts on each one of the 43 lessons in this series. This is just an update of this lesson because we're watching as we do this study every year, we're watching the world change and conform to what we've read in the book of Revelation. It's an exciting time. It's kind of bittersweet actually, because as we see the world conforming to the book of Revelation and we're understanding the things that are gonna happen, we're feeling it for our family, for our friends, for our loved ones, for those people that we know, that it's our desire that they get saved, that they become children of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. So they will miss all the horrible things that are gonna come to this earth. Now, all we can do really is put out the clarion call, which is what we're doing with this study. However, just noting that this year, we're seeing changes even from when we did this particular lesson last year. And I wanted to add a bit to the podcast that we have out there already. Now, you can listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and Instagram under Real Knows Real. If you look up Real Knows Real, you'll find our podcast. And you can listen to all the lessons because we did a podcast for each lesson last year. It's about half an hour long or so. And it gives you an idea, like I say, a bite-sized portion as to what we've been studying. But this is a bit of an addendum on lesson number two, which is called Getting Excited About Revelation. And I made a comment about a law that was passed in Canada recently, and I wanted to do a little more research. And what I did was I pulled up an article in the Library of Congress, and I just want to talk about it a bit. And it's called the C-4 Bill. And it's a bill banning conversion therapy. And I'm going to read it. I'm going to read a portion of it so that you get to understand the times that we're living in now. All right, so I'm gonna read it and maybe expound on it a bit. The article says, on January the 7th, 2022, Bill C-4, a federal bill that amends Canada's criminal code by creating new criminal offenses related to conversion therapy came into effect. These new offenses include knowingly causing another person to undergo conversion therapy, 
promoting or advertising conversion therapy, and receiving financial or material benefit from conversion therapy. Minister of Justice and Attorney General of Canada, David Lametti, and Minister for Women and Gender Equality and Youth, Marcy Ian, introduced the bill on November 29, 2021. On December 1st, members of Parliament, MPs, in the House of Commons unanimously agreed to expeditiously adopt a motion to pass the bill. Soon after, the bill was also fast-tracked in the Senate, and on December 7th, it was passed without amendment. The bill received royal assent on December the 8th, 2021. The bill itself stipulated that the law would come into force 30 days after it received royal assent. The contents of the bill. The bill defines conversion therapy as follows. Conversion therapy means a practice, treatment, or service designed to A, change a person's sexual orientation to heterosexual, B, change a person's gender identity to cisgender, and that's spelled C-I-S-G-E-N-D-E-R. I've never heard that word before, so I looked at it, and it is a person whose gender identity is the same as their sex assigned at birth, and I got that from Wikipedia. C, change a person's gender expression so that it conforms to the sex assigned to the person at birth. D, repress or reduce non-heterosexual attraction or sexual behavior. E, repress a person's non-cisgender identity or F, repress or reduce a person's gender expression that does not conform to the sex assigned to the person at birth. For greater certainty, this definition does not include a practice, treatment, or service that relates to the exploration or development of an integrated personal identity such as a practice, treatment, or service that relates to a person's gender transition and that is not based on an assumption that a particular sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression is to be preferred over another. The bill amends sections 320 102-104 of the Criminal Code to establish the following as indictable offenses. Knowingly causing another person to undergo conversion therapy or providing such therapy, which is punishable up to five years imprisonment. Knowingly promoting or advertising conversion therapy which is punishable 
by up to two years imprisonment. Receiving a financial or other material benefit, knowing that it is obtained or derived directly or indirectly from the provision of conversion therapy, which is punishable up to two years imprisonment. Each of these offenses can be punished on summary conviction. Now I'm going to stop there because we're watching the world, like I said, turn the ways of what we're reading in the book of Revelation, which is away from God. We're seeing here that people who are engaging in any type of counseling, uh, and I'm thinking mainly about churches who may be counseling those who may feel or struggle with their sexuality and stand on the word of God, which is very, very clear about male and female. We believe in the sanctity of birth. We believe even that God knew who we were before we were knitted in our mother's womb. We're seeing the battle already over the unborn, that as we watch the celebration of Roe versus Wade in the U.S., and we heard that over 60 million unborn babies have been aborted in the 49 years that Roe versus Wade has been a law. God is grieving over what we have done. And when I say we, humankind, and I'm just talking about in America, that number. Think about it globally. When we believe that God had a purpose for each and every one of those babies before they were even knitted in their mother's womb, as a male, as a female, we stand on the word of God. We know what the word of God says about homosexuality. But here we are seeing not only that it is accepted and celebrated, but now Canada has made a law where you can be put in prison for counseling or helping someone to identify with their birth sex. I just wanted to bring that to your attention so that you're not caught unawares. We live here in Bermuda and things move a lot slower than globally, but they do wind up moving in that direction. And we're watching as the LGBTQA agenda takes hold. What comes next? These are the times that the word has told us about. And you need to make a decision where you stand on the word of God. We encourage you to seek God while he can be found, to seek him in his word. God told us that we would be persecuted for righteousness sake. He told us that. So don't try and run from it. Stand on his word. God will provide all that we need. What we need to do is to make sure we understand on whose side we stand, who we serve. There's going to come a time where you'll seek the Lord, you'll seek him by his Holy Spirit, and he will no longer be here. 
Now is the time. Understand what is going on. And if you need someone to talk to, please reach out to us. Swim at logic.bm. That's our email address. Our pastor will make sure that you're contacted. We love you. If it wasn't that we didn't love you, we wouldn't be here. But we're sounding the clarion call. We're not out to hate, although even the Bible says that there will come a time where good will be called evil and evil will be called good. So as we even speak like this, it's being called hate speech. But we knew these times were coming. We're not afraid to stand on the word of God. So I encourage you, stand on his word. Get to know his word. We're just starting, like I said, our, our new walk through the book of Revelation, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Come on, come join us. Take a walk through a book that people rarely read. It scares most people. But let me tell you something. After having done this study, and now we're on, I'm on my fourth time in doing, actually my fifth, because I did it myself before we actually brought it to the church. But once you get to understand the book of Revelation, not only will you love the book of Revelation, you will understand the purpose of the entire Bible. It just opens up your eyes in a way you never, ever would know unless you've read the book of Revelation. So come on, join us, be a part. We would love to have you. So that's it on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Maria A. Seaman. Thanks for listening. Blessings. Bye-bye.